All right, we're going to get started today. I want to start off by asking the question today, what do you base your decisions on? And just, just slow down for a second. Think about in the course of your life, what do you base your decisions on? It could be big decisions, could be very small decisions, uh, but, but what are you basing your decisions on? Uh, think about some of the, the questions we answer in the course of our life. Uh, you're going to get a job. What do you base that on? You, well, what's the pay going to be? What kind of company is that? What kind of benefits do they have? And you, and you seek out the information about that job. Uh, you're going to buy a new car. You're going to buy a new pickup. And, and, and you're going to go get a new one. And you start to think about, well, uh, what's this cost? And what, what size is this? And what what's options come on that car? And you gather all the information to make that decision. Uh, you need insurance. And if you ever deal with insurance... What a mess that is, and this and that, and, and high deductibles, low deductibles, and all that stuff. What's that going to cost, and, and is that a reputable company? Are they going to pay off? Are they going to take my money for nine years, and when I file a claim, they're going to get rid of me? And you gather the information about an insurance company. Or if you're going to move, or if you're going to build a house, uh, same thing. What, what information do you have to make that decision? Think about that for just a second today. What do you base your decisions on? And then let me tell you the truth of our, of our study today, and that is this. In all of these areas, in fact, in all areas, here's the truth. The strength of your decision is based upon the strength of your information. And I, I'll tell you, in all areas of your life, in, in, in your business area, in your personal area, and even in the church, the strength of your decision is based upon the strength of your information. Um, you have bad information, you know what? You're going to make some bad decisions. You don't have all the information, you're going to make some poor decisions. And, and the, the strength, the quality of your decision is based upon the strength and the quality of your information. That holds true in life. And I think a bunch of you can say, yeah, man, I did some dumb stuff. But I didn't know everything. I didn't have all the information. Or I, I was using faulty information. Uh, but I want to tell you, especially in our walk with God, especially in our understanding of God, the strength of our decision is based upon the strength, the quality of our information. And that brings us to the question that we're going to look at over the course of this whole year. But that is this. So... As Christians, where do we get our information? You know, the, the things I'm going to do in my life, the decisions I'm going to make, the priorities I'm going to set, they're going to, be, they're going to be tied directly to the quality of my information. So as a man desiring to follow Christ, as a Christian, where am I going to get my information? And I want to tell you, there's a whole lot of options for us to draw our information from. You might say, you know what, I'll, I'll get my information from the culture. Because, man, this many people, they can't be wrong. What's, what's the culture doing? Or you can say, you know what, I'm going to get my, my, my information from the public opinion. And everybody says this. And everybody says, you know what, this is what they have done or they are doing. And so my information is going to come from the public opinion. Uh, you could say, you know what, I, I want to be smart. I want to be wise. I'm going to get my information from the academic world. And so what does the research say? What are these who have studied in, in the academic world? What are they saying, putting out as the information that I would grab a hold of? Even the church. You might say, I want to get my information from a church. 
And, and, and what I, the decisions I'm going to make and the, the things I'm going to do, I want my information to come from the church. Or you might, you might say, uh, not just the church, but I'm going to get even narrower. I want to get it from a denomination. Now, what is this denomination said? And what are, what are they saying? This is the thing that I ought to hold to. Or maybe it even gets narrower and you say, uh, my information is going to come from a pastor. Uh, that's where I want my information to come from. Or, or maybe even any other person, a, a trusted friend or a trusted teacher. Well, I want to tell you, here, here is the, the truth today. As Christians, listen to me, the only trustworthy source, the only dependable, and I mean all the way, totally dependable source, is the Word of God. I don't know if you expected a church that's a part of a denomination that's led by a pastor that's going to tell you, don't come and trust me. Don't come and look at the church. Don't come and and listen to a denomination. The only totally dependable source is going to come from the Word of God. 2016, our men's lunch, uh, we're going to focus on the Word of God. I told you that the last three or four weeks. Uh, man, what a, what a tremendous thing could happen if we got a firm grasp on what we have in the Word of God. So our, our whole focus this year is going to be on the Word of God. We started looking at probably the big question, a foundational question. So what is the Word of God? Why do I care what it says? Why do I care what it tells me? And so we're, we started off and we spent a couple of weeks looking at so, what is the Word of God? If you remember the, the couple of weeks we talked about, first, it's this. It is the Word from God. It originates with God. The Bible actually says it is God-breathed. It, it comes out from God. And so it's not Paul's lesson to us, or it's not man's lesson to us, or it's not the culture 2,000 years ago, it's lesson to us. It is the Word from God. This is God's speech to us, It carries that authority in our life. Second thing we looked at, and this was last week, we looked at the fact that it is living and active. The Word of God, the Bible says of itself, is living and active. Which means this, it's not some ancient piece of literature. No, it is speaking to us today. It is leading us today. It's the truth, not just 200 years ago and not just 1,500 years ago. It is the same valid truth today. The Bible speaks to us today. Well, how in the world can it ever talk to me today when things have changed so much in the last 20 years, 50 years, 1,000 years? You know how it can talk to you? Because it is living and active. It speaks to us today. Move to this point. This is our, our lesson today. What is the Bible? The Bible is correct doctrine. The Bible is sound doctrine. And that's what we're going we're gonna to talk about. It's not going to take us a whole long time. But we need to establish that. We need to hammer that down. The Bible is sound doctrine. Now, if we're going to talk about that, we need to start off with really a discussion on the word doctrine. What is doctrine? That, that sounds like it's hard to understand or or hard to define. I looked up a couple of definitions. Doctrine, a principle, a position, or a policy that is commonly held. Another definition. Doctrine is a set of accepted beliefs. Another definition. Doctrine is what is held as truth. What is the truth? Well, this is what we're holding as truth. 
That is doctrine. Another one said doctrine, what is taught as truth. And so you have all those definitions of doctrine. Let me tell you this, and and I think you'll see this. Today in our world, we have an aversion to doctrine. We have really a resistance to doctrine. Now you look at your your daily life. Nobody's going to tell me what I, what I know to be true. No one's going to tell me what I believe to be false. And what I believe is true outweighs what you believe is true. And so in our life, we have a pushback from doctrine. And, and we could probably split this room and say, man, look at the politics. And you have this doctrine. And they're ready to fight and die for this doctrine. And then over here, you have this doctrine. And they're willing to fight and die for this doctrine. And we start to, to have a resistance and a pushback towards doctrine. Especially today in the church, people are skeptical of doctrine. In fact, a whole lot of churches, a whole lot of preachers today are shying away from doctrine. And maybe you've heard people say this. I hear it all the time. You know what? At my church, we're not focused on all that doctrine. We're just focused on Jesus. People say that to me. Somebody else will come along and say, you know what? At my church... We're not caught up in all that doctrine stuff. Uh, we, do, we just want to honor God. Or, or we're not worried about all the doctrine. We're just trying to live in love. Here's something I hear. I don't know how many of you here are Baptists, but people say this. Oh, you're a Baptist. Man, you're bogged down in all that doctrine. Let me tell you this. It's not, it's not brain surgery. You know what the Bible is? The Bible is a book of doctrine. Oh, we're not into doctrine, we're into Jesus. That's absurd. This is a book of doctrine. The Bible says of itself that it professes to be the truth. It tells us that. It is the truth. It is a book of doctrine. In fact, it goes further than that. The Bible says of itself, we are to uphold that truth. We're to uphold that doctrine very clearly. We're to live according to sound doctrine. Another another place it says of itself that we will be led astray by false doctrine. The Bible says that. Not a man said that. You know what? Here's correct doctrine. Follow something else and you're going to be led astray by false doctrine. You know what the Bible is? It is a book of doctrine. Let me show you a set of verses here. 2 Timothy chapter 4 verses 1 through 4. I'm going to read that. 2 Timothy chapter 4 verses 1 through 4. Now right here Paul is talking to Timothy. Timothy's a young pastor. He's getting started. He's not as far along as Paul is. And, and, and Paul writes him some instructions. Hey, young pastor, here's what you need to do. Chapter 4, verse 1. I solemnly charge you. It means this. I seriously charge you in the presence of God and of Christ Jesus. These are my witnesses. Who is the judge of the living and the dead? And by his appearing and his kingdom. That means this. You know what? On God himself, this is what I'm telling you. Verse 2. Preach the word. Doesn't say Timothy's word. Doesn't say Paul's word. It doesn't say the word of the culture. It says the word. Speaking about the truth of God. The word of God. Paul says, you know what? Preach the word. Be ready in season and out of season. Reprove and rebuke and exhort 
with great patience and instruction. Listen to this. For the time will come, will, they will not endure sound doctrine. But wanting to have their ears tickled, which means they want to hear what they want to hear, they will accumulate for themselves teachers in accordance to their own desires. You know what? They don't want to hear correct doctrine. They want to hear what they want to hear. And so they're going to get teachers and pastors who are going to say what it is that they want to hear. And he says this, And will turn away their ears from the truth and will turn aside to myths. For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine. But wanting to have their ears tickled, they will accumulate for themselves teachers in accordance with their own desires and will turn away their ears from the truth and turn aside to myths. That's our day. Look around at the churches around us today. That's the day we live in. We do not today like sound doctrine. Look around today. You know what? You can't get a big crowd if you're going to preach hard on sound doctrine. I want everybody to come. I don't want them to feel bad. I can't preach correct doctrine. Or you know what? I start to feel uncomfortable when the sound doctrine is preached. And I, I start to realize, you know what, there's some things that aren't going to add up with what God's called of me. And it convicts me. And, and you know what, I, I don't want to be convicted. And so I do not want to hear sound doctrine. And so you know what we do? We put away biblically sound doctrine. Sadly, that is, that is a lot of what is happening in our world today. <laughs> You know what, I'll come and I'll preach about how you can do great things and have great kids and have all the things you want, but I'm not going to tell you what God has said and His correct doctrine, and you're going to come and you're going to like it, and you're going to go home and tell your friends, oh, look at my church and and the, the sweet little things we hear there, and we've set aside biblical doctrine. What's the result? Church is a mess. Our lives are a mess. The world that we're living in, it becomes increasingly a mess because we have abandoned correct doctrine. Notice there it says this. It says they will not endure sound doctrine. That's verse 3. So they will turn away from the truth. That's in verse 4. Those two things are part of an equation. They're not going to endure sound doctrine. The result will be, verse 4, so they will turn away from the truth. Now what that means is this. Sound doctrine is the truth. Now I'm going to go one step further and tell you this. So, Bible doctrine is God's truth. We need to hear that today. You know what Bible doctrine is? It, it's not something that rails against me. It's not something that I can take and leave or pick something I want but leave something else out. The Bible's doctrine is God's truth. Let me tell you this today. You know what we need more of? God's truth. You know what we need today in the church today? Bible doctrine. You know what we need in the pulpit today? Doctrine preachers. You know what? It is the Word of God that's going to convict us and instruct us and lead us and empower us and encourage us to live lives that honor the God that we serve. Not a complicated point today. Not a hard thing to grasp. But a very big point. The Bible is God's revealed truth. And how we live, every decision that we make, every priority that we're going to set is to be based upon this truth alone. You can go out and take an opinion poll. You can see what man is saying. 
You know what? Every decision we make as a follower of Jesus Christ is to come from the sound doctrine of God's Word. I watch and, and I listen. And I go on the internet and I look at all these Mickey Mouse sermons today, preached by Mickey Mouse preachers today. And I'll just tell you, half of them, they buy off the internet, a bunch of garbage. Um, and I'll tell you, that's the truth. And I, and I watch that. And man, it, it sounds enticing and it sounds good. And, and boy, that's an encouraging message. And I really sit there and think, you know what? That's detrimental to God's church. That's detrimental to a man who would endeavor to follow Jesus Christ. That's detrimental to some wife that will not have a godly man because he's led by some Mickey Mouse preacher. That's detrimental to a kid that won't grow up and see a dad who will stand upon the truth of what God said because his dad's led by some Mickey Mouse sermon. You know what? The Bible is correct doctrine. We have to adhere to that doctrine. Very simple point today. What is this? It is sound doctrine. It is God's truth. Glad you're here today. Pray that God spoke to you today. I'm going to ask if you'll stand. I'll lead us in a word of prayer.